Celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football. He's going down at the one-yard line. <laughs> Maurice Drew was in for his second touchdown of the ballgame, and he took a knee. It's Monday, November 18th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans. And now, two-time Pulitzer Prize-winning author on the subject of best smoked meats, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick. Tony Vaselli here in Jacksonville. Pete Frisco down in South Florida. We rehash... The loss in Indy yesterday, 33-13, the final. The Jags are now 4-6. and six. Here's what's coming up on the program today. The Colts-Jags review, of course. Run defense, or lack thereof. Nick Foles returned to the lineup. The Jags ran the ball nine times. Nine times in the game. Social questions, and boy, we got some of those today. AFC South review, where does the division stand? Where do the Jaguars stand? They're in last place, and we'll go around the National Football League in week 11. All of that coming up. Tony, how are you feeling today? Uh, I I don't think we have to do I think we can skip the section of power rankings this week. I think uh, they're pretty. I think I just gave it to you. Yes. Um, I'm wait, 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 wait. We got to talk about the lock. The lock, uh, someone found the keys and unlocked it. It's a seven-game lock you had. <laughs> I, have yeah. the, I have the lock flu right now. I almost didn't make it today. Are you, are you really seriously hurting right now? Or I thought you were hiding more than hurting. No, I'm fine. Uh, I'm not hiding. I, I, I haven't hid from anything. I've been on Twitter today. I did the radio this morning. I'm here. I'm not, what, what, why would I hide, first of all? You wouldn't hide, but... But I'm do not, you why, legitimately have a flu? No, I made that up. That that was uh, <laughs> that was that was tongue in cheek. He's got the seven game lock flu. Yeah, seven game. It was just tongue oh, in cheek. That's what I mean. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, Tony, you locked seven in a row. I bet right now you wouldn't lock three. I'm not locking anything for the rest of the year. <laughs> well, this week you already locked this one. Yeah, I got, yeah, coming up, Titans. <laughs> hey, you got, want that one back? I you think I got. Well, I can't. I think I got a dinner. Uh, yeah. wager with you, don't I? Apparently, and uh, apparently they're going to win for the first time since the Reagan administration in Nashville. I don't know how that <laughs> works. It's been a while. <laughs> Unbelievable. You want, to, you want the key back? You want to get out of your bet? Would you let him out of the bet, JP? You would, no, you he's would, not going to let me out of the hell bet. Hell no, Pete. He's going to pay. Yeah, I would let him And I should. He's going to pay. They're going to run Hope on doesn't. and run on and run on and run on some more. Yeah, it's uh, that's gonna be the rest of the season. Teams are gonna try to run all season long. Oh gosh, yes, until you right. stop it. I mean, the, the, what happens in the NFL if you put something on tape where teams gonna attack? They will attack you until you have an answer, and so they will run on this team until it decides they're tired of getting pushed around. But with the play that I watched yesterday live and then watched it get on tape, it's bad. I mean, there's no two ways to like go about it. It's just bad football. Bad football. And, you know, you got the Titans coming up this week. We'll talk about that later, obviously. We have struggled in Nashville. I mean, I think the one thing, you know, I was at, I'll say it this way. I was asked, you know, what do you do going now? What, like, now what? If you're Doug Marone and you got the Titans and Derrick Henry and the physical offensive line coming up, now what, like, how do you even prepare? Like, what, what's the message? Well, the first thing I do is I go show the tape from the, 
week three and saying we shut this team down and stopped the run and tried to build some confidence back right now and try to get some some mojo, some you know, some some stuff back in them because they didn't show anything on Sunday versus Indianapolis. They got pushed around and they were dominated. The front seven was dominated. But they were, it, yeah, what's going on, Tony? Is it more getting uh, beat up? You watch the tape. Is it more getting beat up? Assignment football? Bad, you know, bad uh, fits? What? What is it? All the above and add bad tackling to that. Yeah, they tackled. You could see that on the TV. They were. Terrible tackling. Yeah, Doug Marone said in the conference call today they're going to go back to fundamentals, change some practice scheduling to work on that a little bit more as much as they can with the rules these days. Which always worries me. It's week 12. Yeah. And what worries me is when, and I'm not saying Doug's wrong, but when you start saying week 12, we got to go back to the fundamentals, that's usually a situation going in the wrong direction. Does that mean you put on the pads and hit? Well, in the old days we would. I remember we played. Of course. Of I course, remember we used to do that. We were thirteen and uh, thirteen and two. We just got. We were thirteen and one. Went up to Tennessee. Got just shellacked the day after Christmas. We had to travel on Christmas Day. You know, it was tight early, but then Mark got hurt. And we couldn't tackle Frank Wycheck or 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 uh, McNair, and the game got away. We lost by a couple touchdowns, and we came back. And this is like week seventeen, full pads. Nine on seven, just short of live. And we went at it for two days of just beating the hell out of each other. <laughs> Did it help? We won the game. Oh, okay. I tore my ACL in the that game. That didn't work? I blamed the extra practices, weakened my knee. Uh-huh. Um, so, but I don't, I don't know if the, the mentality is so different, not just the rules. I mean, you get the 14 practices, so I'm sure they have a few padded practices left, but – the mentality of the teams and players, it's so different now. I don't know if that works. I don't know if it would work. I mean, I think you have to do it. I think you have to go. I think you have to put the pads on. I think you have to get physical. I don't know how else you fix bad run defense, lack of physicality, getting pushed around. Well, you can't um, tackle. That much you can't do. No, but you need can, can drills for that. You can drill that kind of stuff. But they just got, they, they got blocked. And there was no, the linebackers were no good. They didn't. I mean, it was bad linebacker play, bad defensive line play. When the corners came, you know, bad tackle. It was just bad. There's like, I can point the finger at a lot of people. Like, I don't have enough fingers. So, how does, but, there's but this 11 isn't players. just ha- not having Marcel Darius either. That's, no, that's gosh, no. Give it would help, break. maybe. Well, they uh, well, I don't know Some. if we remember the Panthers rushed for 800 yards and Marcel Darius played the whole game. Good point. No, it's Didn't not it's Marcel Darius. 200 back-to-back games, though, without him? Isn't that, isn't that right? Uh, is this the, I think did the Texans it, get 200 on him, too? They did, yes. yeah, they did. Is it, has he only missed two games, or is it three? It been three. Yeah, I don't know. Close, right around there, Pete, though. But, yeah, they had the 200-yard the game against them in London, then a bye week to figure it out, and then they well, go for 264 yesterday. Well, we figured it out, all right. We figured out we can't stop the run. I mean, that's – and I hate being overly negative. I mean, I, I'm always the, trying to bring some sunshine and rainbows. Levity, You're the president of that fan club. Yeah, and I, I don't have anything for anyone today. Sorry. Um, Nor should you. Nor should you. And it was just bad. It was. And there's some guys. That, I mean, they're just bad. Did not play well at all. How do they? How do they change it though? Well, there's, there's not help coming. No. To me, the run game. 
Stopping the run is about assignment football and will. Like, so you obviously have to be in the right gap, right assignment. You have to know your, and everyone's have to do their job. But then at some point, you just have to want to whip the guy across from you. Whip him, get off blocks, and make a play. And there was no whipping. Well, there was one whipping the other way. But and there yeah. was not getting off yeah. blocks. They weren't flying to the football. There wasn't aggressive. The backers aren't coming downhill. There's no striking guys getting off blocks. I mean, so it's assignment 100%. And so you got to, you know, you have to have the fundamentals, obviously tackling fundamentals. Assignment football is critical on both sides of the ball. And that, you know, there's no excuse for that. But then at the end of the day, it's 11 guys. And I'll just start by the front seven. The front seven saying they're not running the ball today. And I'm coming downhill. I'm going to be physical. I'm going to do my job. And I'm going to win. Now, sometimes they're you know, sometimes the offense is going to have a good play. That's a good offensive line. Marlon Mack's a good back. He was hurt. Williams had like one yard career yard coming in. Now he has over 100 career yards. Um, so they're good players. And sometimes it's going to go against you, but not like this. This was just play after play and just doing whatever they wanted on the ground. And to me, that becomes assignment and will. Just the will to make it stop. Is it a player issue? Is it a personnel yes. management issue? Is it a coaching issue? What yes. is the issue? When you, get, when you give up back-to-back 200-yard games like this, it's all of the above. Players got to play better. Uh, I, I think there's some personnel issues. Uh, in the what, first, what you, what's the personnel issues? Well, you have, um, you have a guy in Clay's Campbell who's been an outstanding player here, but I think what was talked about in the offseason, they wanted to limit his reps and lower reps. Well, you didn't, there's no depth to do that. You have Taven Bryant, who is not ready, in my opinion, to be a every down starter, is having to start. He's your only three technique. He's your only three technique really on the roster. I mean, think about that. Mm. I mean, you have Ngakwe, who's a great pass rusher, but he's not a run-dominating player. And you have a rookie. And so, Avery Jones hasn't played. Avery Jones didn't play well yesterday either. There's they like, look like so. You, and you're rotating a guy you just picked off the street to give him time. Uh, so he's getting more snaps than he has in the past because you don't have Darius ro- rotating there. When this team was good, they had depth in rotating, and they had guys who were at different points of their career as well. Where Calais is a younger man, you can play more volume of snaps, and he was not having to come down and kick into the three technique. He was playing more end. He played 54 of the 68 defensive snaps That's too yesterday. much. 79% for Campbell. That's, I mean, they didn't want that coming in this year. In week 12 especially. And, and, he, didn't, and he didn't play well either. Yet. No, he did not. And, and here's the other one, Tony, and, and I like the kid a lot, but let's be honest about it. Miles Jack hasn't come close to living up to expectations. Not close. Forget about expectations. How about just playing good? Yeah, so how, about, how about playing solid? What happened to him? What's happened to him, Tony? Pete, it's a mystery to me. I don't know. I mean, he's just not around the ball. He's not coming downhill. He looks hesitant at times. Looks like he's losing, loses the ball at times. I don't know. I, I don't Gets have an caught answer. inside when the play goes outside of him a bunch. Yeah, I don't have the answer for you. And then you have a guy that you brought in to be a, you know, a special teams guy and a back, you know, Najee Good starting at your will. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, I, I hate I'm not going after these guys, but turn the tape on. This is not, you know, nitpicking. 
This is like turn like you give up back to back two hundred yard games on the ground. It's an issue. And you can get it mad. Is, right now, it is not a good defense. And right now, it's not a talented defense. Hmm. So, I mean, if, if you looked at it on the surface and somebody asked you, hey, Tony, they have talent on that defense, who would you list? Calais in the past, not the way he's playing now. Josh Allen. I mean, a, a rising player is going to be really good, but yep. not quite there yet. And Gawkway's a good pass rusher. I mean, they chipped him every oh. play. I mean, he like he had like three like one on one rushes, I think, or a handful, right. and he won. The, I mean, he, he won. Um, so the linebacker, the linebackers are not. Nope. Taven Bryant's not. No. Nope. Um, AJ Boy. Avery Jones isn't. AJ Boy's actually played well this year. I thought, a, but AJ Boy's a, a good player. But Trey right. Herndon is a guy that. Um, you want on your roster, but Trey Herndon has is, is struggled a little bit. He struggled yesterday. Life came at this defense pretty fast, guys, from a couple of years ago. I know that's a couple of years ago. We talk about it all the time. But, but we said, if you remember, <clears throat> we said on this show that when you try to win with defense, the window is small because defenses don't stay great for very long. I mean, just go throughout history. Except People. Seattle. But Seattle earlier this year was getting run on, Pete. They were. They were getting no, no, dominated. But they were the scoring defense leader for five years, though. That's oh, a long time. Okay, fair. But, I mean, Pete, you're the one who said it. I mean, defenses. Oh, no. I agree. I have, but they also had Russell Wilson, who was a damn good quarterback, too. Right. Uh, but, now, but, I didn't but you're right. It's not sustainable. And now, only three years later, I didn't, or two years later, I did not see it going this fast. I mean, this is. I thought this was a good. Look at the be- Bears, Tony. Look at the Bears is a perfect example. The Bears can't do anything on offense, and now the defense is starting to feel the. They're getting run on a little bit. They don't have Hicks, but they're get. They're not the same. Khalil Mack's not the same player right now. Yeah, it's hard. The way the the league set up, the way the rules are set up, it's hard to you know win just with just defense. And they've had a few unexpected things happen personnel wise too, with Telvin going away and and Puzz retiring and the Jalen Ramsey stuff this year happening. And that's just a few examples of things that sure. happened. Malik Jackson's not here anymore. I mean, it, it happens quick. Well, I mean, part of that is though. I mean, the Telvin <clears throat> the Telvin you can't control, right? I that's mean, what I'm that's saying. you can't predict that. I mean, I have no energy to on this show today. I mean, maybe we can do it another time to go delve into how it unraveled with Jalen. We've already been down that road. But I mean, I think. but it, it unraveled, so you don't have him, right? Um, Safeties are gone from two years ago. So it's well, you just, think about it from the, the defense that started in the championship game against the Patriots. Think about that right now, as is. Who's left? You have Calais. You have uh, Jan. You have Jack, <coughs> Miles, Jack. Miles Jack, and you have Boyer. That's four, it? Four guys. Four out of 11. Two years. Well, but part of that is also when you build, not through the draft, but you build through free agency, your window is even smaller because you have cap issues. You have to let guys go. Guys, you're getting guys in the back half of their career sometimes, so they age quicker. And what, I mean, listen, this team has been built. Quite a bit through free agency. Hmm. And there's not, I mean, how many teams, and Pete, you know that, I mean, you cover the league at a more in depth than I do, but how many teams have successfully built long term success through free agency? Yeah, almost nobody. 
You don't build. You build through the. You're you're 100 spot on. You got to build through the draft. So okay. So how many guys on this defense have come through the draft? Hmm. Josh Allen and Gawkway. Miles Jack. Miles Jack. Brian. 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 Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison. And Wilson. Because they found him. Wilson but, was undrafted. Undrafted, undrafted. But, but he still, but he came. You know, right. he's, you're acquiring him as system. a kid. Though. Yeah. Avery Jones came in. And, Avery Jones undrafted. Yep. Uh, so a lot. Wilson yeah, undrafted. But you have, the only guys Trey they Herndon. added to this team as free agents were Calais, which was was a hit. No, but right? go back. But but my point is, go back to the 17 defense when they were right. good. They your had best, the two your, safeties. Your best players were Calais, Darius, uh, Malik Jackson, yeah. all free agents. Paul Polzuzny, uh, Paul Polzuzny, a free agent. Both safeties, free agents, and right. and, uh, and AJ Boye, Boye was a free agent. So and seven, of, agent. seven of your eleven are free agents. Right. Can't sustain that. I mean, so it's just hard to sustain that because of salary cap. It gets expensive, and guys age. We got plenty of questions on defense. We've gathered that from this conversation, but we got some offensive questions too. We'll get to those when we come back. Nick Foles back in the lineup yesterday. The Jaguars ran the ball only nine times. We'll kind of delve into why. I'll just to say this. It's not enough. to fall off. <laughs> they that, 47 times. They tried to make his arm fall off. That's a major issue, calling only nine plays, that are run plays. Major issue. We'll come back, delve yeah. into that a bit more. Second hour, uh, a little bit later, we'll get your social media questions, go around the league. Plenty ahead. We're just underway. It's Jaguars happy hour. Presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today, the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. There are a lot of SUVs on the road today, but many SUVs lack in sport and utility, not Ford SUVs. Because Ford SUVs offer intelligent four-wheel drive, not to mention ruggedness and versatility. Which means you can drive it like an SUV is meant to be driven. And you can drive it like a Ford. You've reached the Rookie Support Hotline. This is Peyton Manning. 
Your commitment to keeping Sunday laundry-free is truly inspiring, and Tide is committed to your commitment. You're making the world a better place for our rookies one week at a time. They grow up so fast. Remember, there are plenty of other days of the week, and Tide is America's number one detergent for all of them. If it's laundry night, it's got to be Tide. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I got to play better. Absolutely. We lost, um, you know, that's ultimately a lot on the quarterback. So I have to, you know, watch the film and improve on things I can improve on to, you know, obviously put more points on the board. That's on me. Um, and I will, I'll do that. I'm gonna go watch the film be critical of it, improve. We're going to communicate with one another and, uh, we're going to go back to work. Nick Foles, Jaguars quarterback after the game yesterday in Indianapolis, a 33-13 Colts win over the Jags. Jags are now 4-6, and six, last place in the AFC South. The Colts are in first place after the Texans lost. We'll uh, look at the AFC South coming up. We're only two games later. back. It feels like a lot more than that, Tony. We're only two games back with <laughs> six to go. I mean, mathematically, you are correct. I mean, we're right. I mean come on. It's all about come on, Tony. Come on, we, Tony. We 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 beat the tie. We beat the Titans this week, which I've already, you know how I feel about that. You get to five and six. Either the either the uh, Colts or the Texans are going to uh, lose one. Then you're only one game out of second place. Yeah, but second place isn't getting you to the postseason, though. No, but I mean, it's 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 one step at a time, Pete. One step at a time. Uh, let's get to our. Uh, this is ridiculous. Let's get that, to our. This uh, team might not win two more games the way they played yesterday. Oh, if they play like no. no let, me, let me be clear. If they play the way they they did yesterday, they will go on a historic run of losing the next six games. Make no mistake. If they play the way the way they did yesterday, they will not win another game. That's how bad that was. Especially on defense. We'll come back to defense in a little bit. Uh, Nick Foles, you just heard from him uh, back in the starting lineup. What, what is your overall grade of his performance before we get to the play calling and the run pass stuff? How was Foles yesterday? Uh, C. Average. Um, maybe a C plus because it's his first game back. Had probably some rust. If if it was a game that he had a couple more under his belt, I'd give him a C minus D plus. I mean, it was just okay. Uh, just average. You know, he missed some stuff. He hit some stuff. Um, had some poor decisions, I thought, throwing into coverage with over-the-top safeties. Um, and then he made some really good stuff. So just average. It's hard to say anything else, especially when you get blown out the way you did. You only really score seven meaningful points in the game. I mean, that's on the quarterback. Nick said it. He's a he's a pro. He uh, He's a stand-up guy. He understands it. Um, so, yeah. Pete, what do you he think wasn't of Foles? He wasn't good. He wasn't good. So, like what I said. That, just, and average, I average is 
Yeah, C minus maybe. I expected yeah. more. Oh, I did too. Um, Apparently, the Jaguars did too. They threw it forty-seven well, they times. They threw it forty-seven times. What the heck? You know, people will say that's why DiFilippo got fired in in Minnesota. It had something to do with. There were other issues there, believe me. Uh, between him and Mike Zimmer, they just simply did not get along. Uh, so it wasn't just as simple as as you know not running the football. But yesterday was a disaster. From you know me, Tony. I'm a pass first guy, but to only run it nine times. And the game wasn't out of hand. It was 10-7. And at the end of the half, you had a chance to go in there. You get 10 more yards. You kick a field goal. And you probably tied at the half. There was one point, I think it it was 17-7. They threw it six straight times. And I think they went two, three and outs. Sounds right. I was like, oh, interesting. They had five rushes in the first half. Four in the second half. In a close game in the first half, you're not running the ball. And of those five runs, three of them were six-plus uh, carries. It was, carries. It was at 24-7 is what you're talking about. They had was a, it 24? Yeah, they had three and out with three passes. Um, and then that, you can't that, fault them. You can't fault them at 24. No, but what was then it? The no. punt, then the muff punt thing where they covered that, right? No, go, back, go back one series before that. Yeah, was that 17-10. Was, yeah, that was a long series. They ran the ball once. Oh, they ran it once? Yeah, they had a long drive. It was a 10-play drive, hey. and the, uh, uh, turned it over on downs. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. You're, um, you're, so it was 24-7. Hey, yes. hey, Tony, did Cam Robinson get benched? No, uh, I think he got hurt at the end of the game. Oh, boy, he, he, got, he got hurt. Uh, he was very he, sl- he didn't look like he was playing that well. No, he, 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 was, he did not have a great day against Justin Houston in the past, in past blocking. It was not a great day. Um, he got beat up. Something happened. I don't think they reported an injury, but he was limping. He was slow to get up, and they sent a boy in for the last series. It's got to be tough when, when you know the, the, the <laughs> they're not going to run the ball all day. They get pass rush all in the second half. The whole well, year, it started. Right? It was before that, but yes, it it makes the offensive line's job very difficult. Um, there's no doubt about that. And the shocking thing was of the five runs. I'm going to say it again. I believe that three of them were six plus yard runs. One was 11, one was six, and one was nine, I think. So of the three run, of the five runs, three were very productive. So I don't know what flip, what the game plan was. I don't know if, like, this was what they talked about as a staff, and they said, we're going to throw it all over the yard. Um, But I didn't like it. I think you have to run the ball. Now, listen, in the second half, Leonard missed some cuts, some clear cuts. I don't know. He where, he, you talk about the one where he bounced it to the outside all the way. He had a no, chance to cut back. No, he had two where he immediately he had. There's three I can think of. Two were zone plays where he immediately cut it back into the. There's nothing back there. One was a loss yeah, there, from the right side, front side to the back side on the left side. That was right. one, and then their left going right, and then they ran a power to the right, and he cut it back to the left into the traffic where they're blocking guys that way and did nothing to the front. I mean, didn't even try to go front side. And there was there was blockers there. I'm not saying it would have been a huge run. It's probably three or four instead of nothing. So, like, Leonard wasn't great. I'm not, like, so I get it. And But I think what happened, and I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass, I think he got really frustrated after only having four carries in the first half because, remember, Rock Armstead had one of them, that all of a sudden he started trying to do – and hit home runs on every play instead of just taking what the play is giving him. 
he his frustration level was very high, and it was very frustrating after the game. He left early, was on the field, should have been twelve men on the field on the last play of the game because he's walking across the field with no with taking like starting to take his pads off, no helmet. So the frustration was at a high level. I get why. Um, and so I think he tried to do too much in the second half. And listen, at the end of the day, I put it on. It's on Flip. Flip's calling the plays. Did uh, anybody go in the locker room and ask the offensive lineman about that? Wait a second. Stop. Hold on, Pete. JP just said something. Yeah, Doug Marone took the fall for all that today. uh, So Doug's calling plays now? He didn't say that. He said uh, he would. He took the credit for that. So all right. So that's Doug's. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Doug's Doug's taking the bullet for DeFilippo. Doug's calling plays now. Hey, did anybody like? Was there any stories? I didn't see the papers, the Times Union, or anybody else. Did anybody go in and ask the? I mean, as an offensive lineman, that's an insult to you to only run it that many times. And Tony, if I was covering you guys back in the day and you only ran it seven times, you'd be screaming about it. Well, we, they ran it nine, and if they only ran it nine, nine I mean, I'd have been well. I would have started the screaming earlier. I'd have been screaming from the huddle. Nine, number nine. Thank you, thank you, Joe. Joe. I'd have been screaming from the huddle on the sidelines at Mazer, who's the late Mike Mazer's offensive line coach, telling him to run it, and then yelling at Gilbride or Chris Palmer, the offensive coordinator at the time, telling them to run ball. So Did you see a, any of that? Was there any of that on the sideline? I can't. Right? I, you know, where we sit, we can't tell. It's too far away. I mean, uh, and and there was. I mean, after the game, it would have been like an easy switch to if you go get a story oh, out of that. We hey, they lost. don't think you're very good in the run game. They only called nine runs. <laughs> yeah, I would have been unhappy. I would not have. I would, probably wouldn't have handled it very well. <laughs> right? Isn't that, it's an easy story. Yeah, I've been unhappy. I don't. I I didn't see anything in the paper about that. It's a franchise low rushing attempts in a single game. And it's one of the all-time lows in the last 35, 40 years, I think. Probably in the league. Mistaken. In the league, it has to be. Yeah, right up there near the top. And and, and all the teams, if I'm not mistaken, too, all the teams that ran that much or lower lost. Yeah, you're not winning and running it nine times. That means you're throwing a little too much. Most so. times. Uh, plenty to get to. Let's come back. We'll uh, get back on the defensive side. We kind of uh, carved up some of the issues yesterday, but there were a couple of little positives, right? Maybe. Were there? Where, when? I Maybe. Where? I missed, I missed, Where? I missed, a couple of pass rushers got home and got to a couple of numbers. We'll, we'll get to that coming up. It's a very loose argument, trust me. Uh, back in a moment. Uh, hey, coming up at Daly's Place, busy schedule. There's no argument here. It's going to be a good one. Sarah Bareilles, November 22nd. Meet and Grease with Danny and Sandy, John Travolta, and Olivia Newton-John. That's December 15th, January 1st. All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. Tickets at dailiesplace.com. This Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps, 
Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. There are a lot of SUVs on the road today, but many SUVs lack in sport and utility, not Ford SUVs. Because Ford SUVs offer intelligent four-wheel drive, not to mention ruggedness and versatility. Which means you can drive it like an SUV is meant to be driven. And you can drive it like a Ford. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. At Gate, when the Jags win, you win. This season, we're throwing it back to 1995 when it all began. Each time the Jags win, you can enjoy retro pricing on all 20-ounce Pepsis. So hurry into Gate the day after every Jaguars victory and throw back your favorite 20-ounce Pepsi for just 94 cents. Co-Jags. Gate, serving up more. Valid at participating North Florida Gate locations. Limit one per customer. We tried everything, but all those things came into play. I mean, you look at it, whether it's missed tackles, whether uh, out of gaps, whether we're not spilling things, um, you know, pretty much when, when a team rushes for that many yards, it, it's, it's not going to be one thing, I can tell you that. It's going to be multiple things, and you can never get it. You know, it seems like we can never have even get it stopped. Doug Marone after the game yesterday in Indianapolis, 33-13, Colts over the Jaguars. Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco, 264 yards on the ground. You know, it's um, – well, Can you stop saying that? No, that's We've a already statistic. Heard that. That's a statistic. It is a fact. It happened. It is, and I don't need to hear it again. It is tied for the fourth worst rushing day against the Jaguars defense all time. What's the worst? 3-0-something. And well, actually, it's uh, – Two of the top five have happened this season against this defense. I think the worst. The second worst was Carolina. Was what about the one in Denver? I think the that's playoffs? the worst. I think that was the 303 in the playoffs. Derek Lavelle came in and got 100 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You remember I think, that? Yeah. Oh, I Trust me. I was on the sidelines, Pete. That was the defense's fault we lost that game, not mine. We see, uh, you know, there's been a handful of times this year, three times over 200 yards allowed this season, uh, back-to-back games now. 
and uh, you know, two of the the worst all time this season. So uh, that's one thing. All right, we've we've talked about that. Uh, a very small positive from yesterday is a couple of pass rushers got to numbers, right? So Josh Allen tied the r- franchise rookie single season sack record with yep, a sack yesterday. That's good. That's good. It's good. You think Ngakwe had a sack, yep. lost fumble. Should have, been, should have been recovered, but that'd it wasn't. That would have been nice if we would have got on that ball. That but was sitting right. Yeah, what was he doing? Trying to pick it up? Yeah, I think he's trying to scoop and score. But that yeah, moved Ngakwe into second in franchise history in sacks, yeah. trailing only Tony Brackens now. He's got about 20 to go to reach him. So that's that's about all I could find. <laughs> Positive for the defense uh, he, yesterday. Wow, JP. I, I tried. Stuff. I'm trying. Here. Thanks, JP. But I'm congrats, trying. But in yeah, all hey, JP, anything that's a positive is negated by about 50 negatives. Good. That's correct. But congratulations to Josh Allen breaking. I mean, tying the rookie yeah. record. He'll probably break it. Um, has six games to break it. And yeah, uh, congratulations, Yanni Kangakwe. You know, second most sacks ever. I mean, here's a guy who's a third round draft pick who's a complete pro. Works his tail off. Uh, is a very good pass rusher, uh, very good ball awareness when he's rushing the passer as far as getting strips and, and making chaos happen. And uh, both had uh, uh, broke, uh, moved up the charts yesterday, and uh, I think they're both valuable pieces uh, to this uh, team and this Jaguars defense. All right. So there you have the uh, positives on defense yesterday. That's was, all I got left. That's about, that was uh, about it. Uh, by the way, the, the most rushing yards allowed all time by the Jaguars, 305 at Tennessee in 09. It was a Chris Johnson game where he went off for a, a huge day. And well, the, the Denver game's was, not even up. There must oh, be because it's, a, it's playoffs, Pete. That's yeah, why. It's a playoff game. Yeah, it's yeah. a regular season numbers. Um, but it's not good. It's not good at all. And it doesn't get easier this week with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and Derrick Henry, and, and we know what has happened in the past with him against this team. Uh, in fact, if you're watching on Jaguars.com, you see it on your screen right now. Last year up at Tennessee, they went for 264, with including a 99-yard touchdown by Derrick Henry. So they've got to clean it up quick somehow. And that'll be the big focus this week on the defensive side of the football uh, for this Jaguars team. Let me, can I ask you guys this? Because, I, Tony, I haven't watched the tape, but you did. Yes. Was there any was there any quit? Um, I don't want to say there was quit, but there was a lack of aggressiveness and physicality and um just good play. Does that make sense? But it was it wasn't like all of a sudden like I, I like I didn't think Miles played well from snap one. So it wasn't like you saw guys Quit. Isn't there a little, I mean, not to interrupt you, but the, towards the end of a game and you're blown out, you're down three scores, isn't there a little let up at that point just naturally? I, I didn't play a position where you had that luxury because okay. you're protecting a quarterback, and so you better, like, so I never had that luxury. Like, it was, like, all out all the time because somebody might get hurt. Right. And and so, yeah, I mean, I guess you probably could turn on the tape and say this guy didn't hustle after the ball maybe as you know, as hard as he would have if the game was in doubt. Um, there's probably some of that. I'll be honest with you, Pete. Uh, after about two or three minutes in the fourth quarter, I turned the tape off. I had had enough. So. Well, I mean, because when they last went to Nashville, they quit in that game. I, I, just, I watched that game. They quit that day. That's when the 99-yarder came, Pete. I mean, right, they, they quit that day. Tackles. They quit yeah, that day. There's no way to sugarcoat that. They quit that day. 
But did yesterday look like that? Um, I don't think so. I yeah, I didn't like on the watching the game live. I didn't get that sense, and I didn't watch the tape at the end, so I don't know. Hmm. I mean, they they had thirty one with ten minutes left, probably. So like they didn't go score so another goes, fourteen right. points. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I, I I didn't pick that up. I didn't sense that. Now there's some bad play, like really bad. I didn't sense any like what Pete's talking about, which we even noticed doing the broadcast on the Thursday nighter where it got ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, where all of a sudden you could tell like the guys were done. They checked like all done. Let me tap out. I've had enough. I didn't get that sense. I mean, you watched it, did you? No, Pete, you watched it live. Did you get that sense? No. I didn't I did either. Not. I didn't either. Okay, well that's that's good, right? Oh yeah, yippee! <laughs> right? I mean, it's better than By the, the way, alternative. Uh, real quick, real quick, uh, in that day in Denver, three ten for the Broncos that day. So that's the worst ever. I've yeah, been that's I, the, that was the playoff game. I right? was part of that. No, actually, I was watching that. <laughs> you were on the sidelines. Jeff Logman is at fault for that. <laughs> he was on the field. So tell Loggy he's the worst ever. Yeah, yeah. He's part of the Davis worst ever run defense. Yeah, Terrell Davis went for 184, and Derek Lavelle went for 103 on just 11 carries in the fourth quarter. I, I remember that, that he was. It was like a it was a track meet. It was a race to the end zone. So <laughs> I gotta re- I gotta remember that number. So if we have another bad run outing and Logs is being critical, I'm gonna say, hey, whoa, whoa, oh, yeah. those in glass, glass houses glass should not <laughs> throw rocks because last time I checked, you gave up 310 to the Broncos. Not me. Yeah, but you guys. Yeah, but you guys only scored 17 that day too, Priscilla. So, because we didn't know, have so the like, ball yeah. ever. <laughs> ran the ball all day. Yeah, I, if you go back like, to if you go back to that game though, Pete, I mean, it, which was so long ago, which is scary. Um, we had the ball third quarter. We were down three, I think, or four, three or four driving, and we were on there like thirty. And there was, yeah, it was a tw- it was twenty one seventeen. Twenty one seventeen. We had the ball driving, and uh, we we're gonna go. We were gonna kick a field goal at worst. And make it twenty-one twenty, and a bad snap from Wydell to Brunel, they recovered it, and at that point it was over. They went and they started running. I don't know if we ever got the ball back. They scored twenty-one points in the fourth quarter. That's what I'm the saying. Ball. They That's just crazy. ran it every like we. I was just sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, but that was. I mean, that was. I remember that game so well because it was like we're right in this. We, like we weren't playing great. Defense was struggling stopping the run, but like offensively, we were moving it okay. And I rem- I'll remember that feeling. I'm like, we're in this thing. Like, we're in a good place. We're going to go beat these guys again. And the fumble snap, and you could just sense they went, they got the ball and ran it about five times. And next thing you knew, looked up, it was 28 17. We probably went three and out, and it was over. But remember, one of your touchdowns came on a blocked punt. Yeah, I know. No, no, I'm not saying we were playing yeah. great offensively. I'm saying, but we All were right. we were on a drive. We were literally moving the ball like the best we had, and we had the fumble punt. I mean, the yeah, fumble and then one quick thing, demoralizing as hell, is the last touchdown was scored by the third down, third back Vaughn Ebron. Ebron scored oh, it with man. with a minute left. No, Double they all the scored. Top. They took turns. They <laughs> were they were running inside and outside zone every play. Chopping our uh, three te- backside three technique, stretching the front side end, and just cutting it back. And there was like gaping holes that they were just galloping through. 
I blame. And, and I blame. No I blame. What back went in there? He was. He yeah, was it didn't matter. Wild. I blame Logman because Logs was on the backside. He should have closed that down quicker and made some yeah. plays. He didn't get it done <laughs> that day. We'll blame Logs. Let's come back in a moment. A big picture look. Remaining schedule. We'll go through that coming up. The playoff picture in the AFC before Monday Night Football tonight. Prior to each game, entertain guests in air-conditioned suites at the Publix Ultimate Tailgate Party, presented by Party Shack. Visit jacksvillage.com and reserve your suite today. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daly's Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the world's nicest food truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daly's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daly's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daly's Food Truck is the world's nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram. Take home a delicious game day win with free delivery from Mellow Mushroom, powered by DoorDash. Their signature stone-baked pizzas, sandwiches, and Mellow Munchies are the perfect play to score big with your family and friends. Order online at order.mellowmushroom.com, and don't forget to follow on Facebook, where the Roar of the Jaguars will make a special delivery to one lucky fan during every away game. Place your order today and get the taste that's deliciously Duval. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard, week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com slash Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You've reached the Rookie Support Hotline. This is Peyton Manning. Your commitment to keeping Sunday laundry-free is truly inspiring, and Tide is committed to your commitment. You're making the world a better place for our rookies one week at a time. They grow up so fast. Remember, there are plenty of other days of the week, and Tide is America's number one detergent for all of them. If it's laundry night, it's got to be Tide.
think the big thing is, you know, we can't press. You know, we are four and six, that is the situation, but we can't win, you know, six games at once. Like, you, we're gonna have our opportunity to look at this game, improve from this game next week, um, and then we're gonna prepare for the next game. And it's as simple as that. Nick Foles in, where were they? Indy yesterday, Colts over the Jags, 33-13, JP, Tony, Pete, yes. So I know that drives some fans crazy hearing that, but he's right. You can't win six in no, one week. But this is why you have a guy like him as your quarterback. And he needs to play better, and he knows it. He said it. But he, like, the reason he was successful in Philly, obviously they had a good team and talent around him, but he had the same, like, even demeanor, even, like, like flat line, and that's what you need those guys to be. It's like, I'm not going to get too up. I'm not going to get too down. And that's when the big moments come. He can handle it. And obviously it was a bad game. He needs to play better. We've chronicled the defense, how much better they need to play. Yes, we have. And so I liked it. His, he's exactly right. It'll drive fans crazy because fans want players to come out and say, this is ridiculous and throw stuff and lose it and be mad, show emotion. But that's the right attitude. A lot of fans want number 15. Yeah, they want him back. Did you see there were polls done? They want Minshew back. How was the radio today? Did people call him for Minshew too? I don't. I don't. I didn't listen. I could. I. I tried listening for like five you minutes. You were on I, this morning. I know. I did. I listened to that. I listened to Dan and Jeff a little bit, but then I was in the house and I was driving somewhere. And one of the other shows is on. And I listened for five minutes. I'm, I can't do it. I'm done. I'm not even listening right now. Yeah, I've already yeah, stopped I'm, listening I'm, to you, I'm, Pete. And I'm I mean, that, it's kind of dumb that. After one game, to go back. I mean, to even first of all, no, it is no, and I'm not. Not only that, it's dumb to do a poll on the radio. Come on, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) You're getting ratings. It's dumb though. I'm just telling you, I think it's dumb. Well, I, I, we're gonna take callers in the second hour, so I can't wait for that. No, no callers. We got uh, social media questions. I don't know if you realize if you've done this show the last two years, we haven't taken calls in two years. We do. I know, but after a loss like yesterday, we're gonna. uh, uh, Change that and amend it, and we're going to take calls just for you today, Baselli. I don't think we... You know why? You know why? You locked not seven straight games. People were talking about it all over town. It's a big deal. I'm a big deal, Pete. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Not, not anymore. I, not anymore. Now you're getting laughed at. It's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh you're getting, a, you're getting hey, mocked. Laugh away, boys and girls. It does not bother me one bit. Big You'd picture. You'd like to have been right, though. Oh, oh, gosh. I think everybody would have loved that. <laughs> Who wanted me to be wrong? No, nobody. But I was saying, other than the fact that it would have been good for the team, you wanted to be right, period, like you always want to be. No. No, remember the other week we said, what happens if they lose one? Well, the lock will be gone. It was all about him first. <laughs> right? That's all that matters. <laughs> well, I don't think you realize this, Pete. I like being right, and I like winning. It's pretty much since I met you in 1995. Has anything changed? No. But that's why JP said you were walking around grumpy today. I'm not grumpy. You were grumpy coming in here. Well, you've cheered up now. I mean, because of our pre- like, our presence uh, has helped you. I think. We, you we, think we I was brought, grumpy? We you were grumpy. Back to earth. Yeah, we brought you back up again. Do you think I was grumpy, or I was just telling the truth in our little swing dig back? Well, in it the... doesn't mean you're not grumpy. It means you're just grumpy. All right. I think you were grumpy today. Fair enough. But deservedly so. I mean, it's it, after a game like that. I think we're was, all a little it grumpy. Was, today. It was bad. Pete's How was the grumpy. building today, Tony? You said last. Two weeks ago, that they were um, angry. Uh, I didn't. I didn't today, I, I didn't spend as much time here. I was just kind of hanging out a little bit. Went back and saw my good buddy uh, 
Mike Perkins, hung out with him. I didn't really make the round, so I don't have a feel. JP probably does. Uh, no, I, gonna, I stayed in that chair. You're not going to get a yanker from Mike Perkins. He's going to make people laugh. Got to love Perk. Listen, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't get around enough today either, to be honest with you. This was not the you, day to go around. You were hiding. You are scared. I was in the office no, doing you're my scared. job. You're scared. Tony is what I was doing. Uh, let's get to the remaining schedule coming up and see how many of these games you guys feel the Jaguars can get. How about that? Six left to go. How about this? At the Titans this Sunday. Well, Pete, I, yes I, or no? No, hell no. <laughs> Tony's already got it a lock. <laughs> I say yes. Uh, home against the Buccaneers. Yes. Yes. Home against the Chargers. Yes. No. no. Pete, you're a no on that. Their offensive line's not very good, yes. No. Uh, the final game ever at the Oakland Coliseum no. against the Raiders. Yes. Oh. You're yes on that? The Raiders are playing better now. <laughs> um, at the Falcons. Yes. Falcons are playing no. better now, too. No. Home against the Colts. Yes. To wrap it up. Yes. Well, they might. the Colts might not need the game, so maybe. <clears throat> yes. How many is that for you? Four, no, Tony? Six. Oh, you call it yes on all six. <laughs> what am I going to say? I can't even believe that anymore. Well, Pete, let's hear your honest assessment. Now that, I you, just, now that your lock is rotten, let's hear the honest assessment. I just told you my assessment in the last – if you were listening, if they play the way yeah, they – If they play the way they did yesterday, they're going to lose all six of those games. That's well, that my honest assessment. That's let's my say assessment. they play better than that. How much better? Let's say they play. Let's say they play like they did against. Oh, they didn't beat anybody that's worth a damn. So let's they beat see. the Titans once. Right. Okay. Like I said, they haven't beaten anybody worth a damn. Um, let's say they play like they did when they beat the Titans. They'll win five. Five and of six. And miss. If they play, yeah. Buffalo's basically Buffalo's in now, don't you think? As one of the wild card teams, why? Well, I mean, what do they have now? Seven? Is that it? no? Wait, they get they're in yeah, playoff their picture. Easy playoff do they picture. Win? Who they beat yesterday? Miami. They stink. The uh, division leaders, of course, New England, Baltimore, Indy now, and Kansas City. And if you look at the uh, playoff picture, the the wild card teams currently would be the Bills at seven and three, and the Texans at six and four. Other teams in the hunt: Raiders six and four, Steelers, Titans at five and five each, Browns, Jags at four and six with the Chargers. But the Buffalo has Denver at home this week. Then they got to go to Dallas. Then they got Baltimore. It's tough at Pittsburgh. That's not so tough anymore. At New England and home against the Jets. So they're going to get to nine or ten. All right, we can get to nine. We have the tiebreaker against them. <laughs> it doesn't get you in, though. Tony, they're going to have a hard time getting to six or seven. Pete, right now, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to win one game. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna oh, to put on. Go. I'm, I, I, are you Nick Foles now? Like, you're going one game at a time here? I'm going to put. I'm taking the media hat off for the rest of the show. Well, at least for this segment. You got a minute left. Okay, I'm taking it off for this minute at least. Maybe next segment too. I'm done looking ahead. I'm done talking about locking. I'm done talking about, look, the schedule. We're going to win this game, lose this game, win this game, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about the playoffs. You know, what was it? You know, Coach Playoffs. Moore, playoffs. I don't care about the playoffs. I don't care about 
anything beyond this week. I would just want to beat the Titans for multiple reasons. One, because losing stinks. And two, I want JPF to buy me dinner again. I'd you like to buy again, you dinner it's all again. About, it's all about him, then. It is. It's all about No, Pelley. I said one is that losing stinks. Well, since you're a fan now and, and not a no, member not. of the media again. No, I'm, 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 putting my, hat off. I'm putting my player hat on. Oh, oh, your player hat. Oh, I thought you the fan hat on. We're going to start talking about the draft. That's a big hat. We're not talking <laughs> about the draft, Pete. No, not yet. No. That's, that, that hat's eight and what? Seven eighths? Is that where, what it is? Where would we pick right now, Pete? I know you've already figured it out. No. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Look at no. JP's going, no, 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 no. No. Back in a moment. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour with no draft talk after this on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Attention Jags fans, this is your chance for you and three of your friends to fly to Atlanta to see the Jaguars take on the Atlanta Falcons December 22nd. All you have to do is download the free Money Pages app today and you can enter to win. Airfare, hotel stay, and tickets to the big game all covered. The savings don't stop there. When you download the free Money Pages mobile app, you'll unlock great local savings on the go. So it's simple. Pick up your phone, go to the App Store, and search for the free Money Pages app. Good luck and go Jaguars. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor and Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, but we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor and Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. Uh, way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor and Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit floorandecor.com. 
two bad losses, you know. Um, I'm not worried about, you know, the, the team. I, you know, I told myself I'm not worried. You'll get a lot of questions about where you are and all that stuff, and I'm really not. You know, what I'm what I'm really focused on is, you know, how do I get this team to perform better on Sunday? That's what's that's what's that's what's getting me because obviously I'm responsible for that, and I'm I'm not getting that right now. Head coach Doug Marone yesterday in Indianapolis in the aftermath of a 33-13 loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. It's here. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli here in Jacksonville. Pete Prisco down in Fort Lauderdale, CBS Sports senior writer. We've uh, discussed- hey, can I say something real quick? Hey, hey Tony. No, you one can't. Thing that, sure, Yeah, Pete. one thing. Well, I want to interrupt J.P. because he was getting into some kind of rhythm over there, it looked like. I don't know. Um, rhythm. <laughs> J.P. has no rhythm. Have you not right. seen him? Have we met? Yeah. Uh, one thing when you look at the Colts roster, and this isn't a good thing for the Jaguars, that's a young football team. Really young football team. I mean, they had a bunch of kids playing in that secondary yesterday. Well, they've built, and, it, they've built it through the draft. Right. I mean, and Tony, that goes back to what you were saying before. I'm just pointing that out. It's ex- you're 100% spot on. There will be sustainable success with that group because they built it through the draft. And they sprinkled in free agents like Justin Houston and Jabal Sheard and right. they traded but, for a, they traded for a young Jacoby Brissett, but he's young. Um and so they sprinkled some guys in, but you look at that offensive line. They have three first rounders they drafted from the center to the left uh tackle. They have a second rounder they drafted at right tackle. At right tackle. Glowinski, I, I think he's an undrafted free, free agent. agent. He's a free uh, agent. They signed him away. Okay. Yeah. Um, Marlon Mack, draft pick. Um, the other kid that no one's ever heard of that rushed for 100 yards. I don't know what he was. <laughs> Their receiving core are draft picks. Jack Doyle, I believe, is a draft pick. Ebron, free agent. So they're, you look at their offense, it's a young offense made up of guys that they have picked. Yeah, Jonathan Williams, a free agent uh, in 18 a uh, fourth-year player now. You know, defensively, that whole secondary, pretty much all their draft picks. Middle linebacker is draft pick. Very good player in Darius Leonard. Um, the D-line interior, I think, is draft picks. Outside is more uh, free agents. And so, I mean, that's how they built the team. And give Chris Ballard a ton of credit. He's done a very good job of building a team in Frank Reich. He's built guys based on what Frank Reich wants to do as a head coach. Give them credit. Isn't that how it's supposed to be, though? Yeah, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. And you got to give them credit. In that secondary, yesterday at one point it was a fourth-round pick in Willis. He got hurt. Tell playing the corners, a fifth-round pick. And Rock Yasin Yasin is a second-round pick. Yeah, a bunch of rookies back there. Um, I was going to say something. You must have been really important. No, you said, uh, is that how it's supposed to work? But yeah. yeah, it's how it's supposed to work. Uh, the, the personnel guys getting players at the coaching staff. Oh, and, here, and here's the amazing thing. You want I give Frank Reich and Chris Broward a ton of credit. I hate the Colts because they're a division rival, and I want them to lose every game on the way, uh, from here on out. But give them credit. They lost their franchise quarterback the week before camp, who was one of the best quarterbacks in football. In the prime of his career, he retired. They did not miss a beat. They're in first place. Just let that sink in. And by the and way, then, they, they should have seven. No, they should have nine wins. Their kicker missed two game winners that were not hard field goals. I mean, this is a – I mean, give them credit. 
Okay. And then this credit. is and the division's on the line basically though on uh on Thursday night. Yeah, I'm doing that game. I'm looking forward to it. Who's gonna win? I think Houston wins at home. It's hard to travel. Desperation teams too, you know, yeah. it's like Because if they, they lose got- if they lose that game, the Texans, they're, I mean, now they're two games behind the Colts because the Colts have swept them. They'll be two games behind the Colts with five to play. That's tough to overcome. And they have to play the Patriots the following week. So I would no schedule. I mean, this might be, I mean, this is a game that puts the Colts in the driver's seat completely for the division. Let's touch on our major topics today. Number one, of course, the run defense or lack thereof for the Jaguars yesterday. 264 yards allowed on the ground. The fourth worst day in franchise history. On the offensive side, Nick Foles made his return to the starting lineup. But the Jaguars ran the ball only nine times, the fewest amount of rushes in a single game in franchise history. And for only 29 yards, that's the fourth worst day in franchise history. And uh, now what is the next question? What's going to happen down the stretch? Well, all you can really do is one game at a time. Next week, the Tennessee Titans, and you haven't won there. I joked earlier with the Reagan administration, but 2013 was the last win in Nashville for this Jaguars team. We're due. It's time to flip the script and get the win. You know, know, it's amazing. You look at that that rushing number, and going into the game, if you looked at – and I said this, I thought it was going to be a – Big Leonard Fournette game, because if you looked over the years against the Colts, the one thing that the Jaguars have done in their history is run on. Well, he had eight carries. I'm not saying him. I'm just saying the team itself. You got to go in there and run the ball. They had nine carries as a team. They didn't do that yesterday. Pathetic. It's pathetic. Doesn't DiFilippo talk to the media on uh, during the week Thir- at some point? On, on Thursdays, yes. The coordinators talk so, on Thursdays. Will you ask the question, why only nine runs? I don't think it would get to me. I think that'll be asked early. Well, why don't you ask it first? Maybe I will. It will get take asked the lead. Take the lead, JP. <laughs> he's, he's scared. He's scared, Pete. He doesn't, not, he doesn't like to take the lead. I'm not scared. Um, but it's the topic of the week, on, on the offensive side at least. We had a good net punting average. Yes, he's so the second that, in the league. They have that going for him. He's second in the league in net putting, by the way. Yeah. Logan Cook. That's a positive. See, Tony, yeah, you're sunshine and rainbows yeah. now. You're back. Yeah, it's good. Welcome back. Rock Armstead had an uh, average six yards a carry. So we've got a graphic built for it on Jaguars.com. That's how – that's how. That's yeah. what I was doing today. Yeah. Rock Armstead is average – Punter graphics. Rock, Rock Armstead averaged six yards a carry. <laughs> that was him. a weird – was that not a weird thing to put him in, in the game that early? Yeah, I said that on the on the broadcast. We had not seen that. Yeah, what was the point of that? I don't Particularly know, when you when you weren't going to run the ball all day. And then he didn't get another carry. It was that the whole thing was weird on offense. The entire thing, weird. Hmm. I don't think we disagree, Pete. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. So I I think the question is, where do you go from here offensively? Nick Foles is a quarterback. Doug said that after the no, game. No, yeah, not I know changing that. that. No, that's one thing. Let's get that squared okay. away. Um, but the, yeah, what's what do you hang your hat on? So Doug, Nick Doug, O'Leary to the rescue. Yeah, um, yeah they Jags. signed two. They signed two tight ends. They needed them. They had none. Yeah, they signed O'Leary and then got Charles Jones off the practice squad. So, 
because uh, the the rookie Oliver is on IR now. Yeah, with a back issue. Wasted year. It's a bad year for him. Wasted year. Um, complete yeah. throwaway year. Because uh, Doug in his press conference took all the bullets. I mean, he basically just took all the knives that everyone had and just stuck them in his own back and just just impaled himself and mm-hmm. let no one else take any. Which I respect that. He's dead coach, protecting his guys, protecting his staff. I respect that. It, it's, I'm curious to wonder. I'm curious to wonder. That makes no sense. I'm curious. Will Doug Marone, he's an offensive line coach. He's a guy who believes in physical football. Will he insert himself into the offensive staff and start having a bigger influence in what they do? Or After a week, put on uh, some pads and become a nose tackle and help the defense. No, listen, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be serious. No, you're serious. I agree with you. I mean, his, you would think being a line coach, his MO would be to run the ball more. So that's my, I know it is. I know that about him. So I know that. I'm not curious what Doug believes and how you play football. What I'm curious, will he insert himself into the offensive staff more than he has in the past and basically not call plays but greatly influence what plays are called? Well, Tony, if, if does Doug Marone not look at the offensive game plan? I'm sure he does, but I think my understanding and my perception is that he lets Flip call the game. But if you looked at that game plan and it had all the, the passes involved in it, more passes than runs, wouldn't you be a little concerned about that? Well, I mean, but that's not how a game plan's built, Pete. I know. I don't think Flip went in saying, hey, we're going to go nine times today. How is a game plan built, Tony? Well, you have your top 15 or top 10. It depends. Every coordinator is different. And you have a set of runs you like and a set of pass plays you like. You have protections. You have game plan against their blitz. You have the red zone game plan. You have third down game plan, tight red zone game plan. And you have your you know top runs in every down and distance. You have your top passes in every down and distance. And then you call the game as a coordinator based on, you know, you have your top 10, let's say, that your, your script that you're going to try to stay on. And then after post script, now you are into the flow of the game and you're going to call it. As you okay, said. so the first 10 plays were how many runs? It seemed like there were a couple, like three or four in the first 10, no? So, but take, feel, like the first couple drives, they moved the ball okay, right? So and, but you have to do it this way too. Yeah. Take the first 10 first and second down situations because third down. Right, you go to third down plays. Different. Right. So I'll okay, do it. go ahead. It. I'm going to do it. Really? Okay, go ahead. So, all right, you ready to count these, Pete? Yeah, go ahead. Pass. Run. This pass. is this is riveting. Go ahead. Okay, pass, run, pass. Run. Can you read? I'm just going through it. Okay. Pass. Uh run. Run. Pass. Pass. So it was even. So it was basically even. It was yeah. even. It we was don't even. have to get the ten. We're even. Yeah. Okay, after, after I think what happened was after he hit the rifle shot into the middle of the field to Chark for the touchdown, he got caught up in all that. All right, let's see. Let's see. Uh, so they give up the touchdown. So they score a touchdown. <laughs> I love doing this to JP. Yeah. So, you just so, ripped that thing right out of his hand. He too, did. By the way. Yeah, so he did. If you can't see that. All right, so they scored a touchdown. Colts go down and score. Uh, we get the ball back. All right. 7-7. Seven, seven. Pass. Uh, penalty, run, run, pass, 
pass. Yeah. So it was even still. Then then you get an all then now here we go. Now it's ten. Now it's ten seven. Pass, pass. Uh pass. 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 Yeah. He I think he got I, I think he got caught up in the, I mean, in the it, touchdown. It went all past the rest of the literally yeah. from ten seven on, it was all pass plays. Yeah, bad. Bad. It's bad. By the way, one thing we left out on defense that I wanted to I forgot, I wanted to reference this. Yeah, okay. How Please, the yeah. hell do you allow thirty-one yard play on third and nineteen on a little slip screen well, outside? Oh yeah, the way you do that is you have uh, lack of hustle, lack of physicality, bad angles. That's how you do it. We're looking at it right there. So go, rewind it. I mean, Watch you have, it on Jaguars.com and social media. You have, and Ronnie, it was awful. you have Ronnie Harrison unblocked, takes a bad angle. You have uh, Najee Good and not, uh, Miles Jack, in my opinion, not coming up and being physical and getting off blocks. And then you have everyone else chasing. And Play it again. Where's Ronnie Harrison on that play? I, I don't see him there. Where is he? He's, um, He's right behind Miles Jack unblocked. Yeah, so it's a flip out to the right, right 25 30, oh, yeah, and okay, he runs right yeah. by Ronnie. He runs right by him. He Terrible. makes the ta- he's, he's unblocked, sitting there. You make the tackle. It's a seven yard gain. You're off the field. I mean, that's, that, that was a crushing play right there. Believe it or not. I mean, that, they had momentum. They were getting the ball back. It's 10 7, and you allow that to happen. And you knew they were going to do something like that, throw a quick screen. I mean, that, I, I can't watch that. I mean, that was such, so bad. That was so bad. Of course, they go down. That was the uh, Quentin Nelson drive and then the uh, Brissette uh, scramble and throw for the touchdown on fourth and goal with the one at the end of that drive to make it 17-7, 10-point game. Just bad football. Tony, by the way, I told JP this before the show. The Quentin Nelson play is one of the five dumbest things I've ever seen. I thought it was five. Wow. I thought it was – yeah, dumb. I, I, well, I you don't know. take your best lineman out of the game to put him in the running back, and then he can't play the fourth down play. Very bad. I didn't like the call at all, um, and I'm an offensive lineman. I get the eligible you know, throw, but why do you want to take a chance of ball security down there too? I mean, this is a guy who's not used to carrying the ball. I didn't, I didn't like it. And you lose him on fourth down if you don't score. Right. Made no sense to me. Zero. It worked out for them, though. They got the touchdown on the next play. Uh, Let's come back. Social questions right around the corner. Here we go, boys. Pete Pete wants phone calls. Tony, I don't think, wants phone calls. We don't take calls anymore, so no one knows the call. They don't even know the number. Correct. We're back in a moment. I don't even know if we have a phone in this studio (laughs) I don't don't think so. Uh, We're back in a moment. We'll have social questions. A little later, we'll go around the AFC South and around the National Football League in Week 11. What are you staring at? I'm just laughing to myself as I cry outside. (laughs) It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. 
Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Jacks fans, visit jaguars.com slash holiday to celebrate the season at the bank. With three home games at TIAA Bank Field in December, there's no better place for your holiday celebration. Gather any group of 10 to 50 and toast the end of 2019 in style. Book your holiday party at a Jaguars game today for as low as $41 per person and customize your experience with transportation and a group photo on the field. Visit jaguars.com slash holiday or call 904-633-2000. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. Don't miss the Expect Exceptional Sales event going on now at Jack Hanania's Infinity of Orange Park. Choose from our exceptional selection of new Infinities with exceptional offers from $2.99 a month. And every new Infinity is backed with our lifetime warranty at Jack Hanania's Infinity of Orange Park. Online at infinityoforangepark.com. 2018 Infinity Q53.0 Deluxe. 39 month lease plus tax tag fees and dealer installed accessories. 10,000 miles per year. 5,099 cap cost reductions available on multiple vehicles. No security deposit with approved credit. Expires 12 31 Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a yield pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash Jagscard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Combination of a lot of things, you know. Uh, biggest thing, though, is we didn't play good enough to win. You know, we, we didn't tackle well. You know, we weren't uh, just uh, assignment sound enough. You know, um, and uh, I mean, we just we gotta wear it. You know, we play we play ugly. You know, this is an ugly ugly game. Calais Campbell, Jaguars defensive lineman, in the locker room in Indianapolis yesterday after the Jaguars fell to the Indianapolis Colts. Welcome back, Jaguars happy hour. JP Shadrick, Tony Baselli. Pete Prisco rehashing this football game. Time now for our social media questions. This should be fun. Well, it's going to be something. Tony's already trying to get his own social media questions going through his phone. I'm just reading some of these things. Well, he actually actually got into it with somebody today when they questioned him saying something about the fans. Because I I never said anything. Like, Like, I don't mind. You can take shots at me. You can say what I say is stupid. You disagree with it. All those things are fair game. Obviously, I, I mean, thick skin here, no problem. But don't say and put words into my mouth that I've never said. And, I mean, the, some guy, I'm not, I'm not even going to give him the credit of saying who it is because I don't know who it is. It's somewhere on my timeline. Said that I took shots at the fans. 
Like I've never taken a shot at our fans. I've been our fans' biggest fan. Like proponent like in their corner i've never taken one shot and he said something about that i could that um uh mark lamping shot and tony baselli continued to take shots yeah. on a weekly basis out of the fans the reference was of mr khan's comments in the paper after uh, around the london game and the viability and the, all that stuff yeah and they all you in there well because on the breakfast with baselli uh, last week, not this past week, or after the London game. So I guess it'd be two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. It was brought up, and uh, Jeff and Dan asked me about it, and they said, and I said, I said, listen, here's the deal. It, it's you can understand the frustration. Forget about the rest of the season. I just said I, I made reference to opening day. If you're the owner of this franchise and you spend eighty four million on a franchise quarterback, you invest in the team, you do everything to the best of your ability to put a, uh, a good product, a good win- a winner uh, team on the field, and it's opening day playing the Kansas City Chiefs, I would be frustrated too if it was a, a stadium that was not very full and had a bunch of Chiefs fans in it. And it wasn't a packed house. It's opening day. Like, I get it. I understand the frustration. That's all I said. And I, I stand by it. I, I, I would be frustrated. In fact, I mean, by the way, said, yeah, I, yeah, fans should be frustrated. They're tired of it. It's. Tired. I, I get that. My point is, though, for open. My whole point, the only comment I've ever said, and wasn't even negative to the fans. I get the frustration, Pete. Opening day, after you sign a franchise quarterback, and you've, I mean, like you, that's as a fan, it should be your most hopeful time. And I get, like, yeah. I, I get the rest of the year has been a disappointment at times. And it's frustrated me four and six, and the the record's not good enough, and the production's not good enough, and and through the last you know s- several years, decade, whatever you want, time period you want, it's not good enough. No one is saying it is good enough. But to say that opening day when it's en- not very full was it full opening day, JP? No. I mean, we sat you know, the there. People got tired. They got tired of last year. I mean, the year before. When they played the Patriots, the place was full because the place where they had come into the season with expectations. Then they had that crappy season, and they got tired of it. Yeah, okay. Fine. But don't get uh, – I'm not saying the fans have to come. You have the right. Don't come. But you can't say the, as an owner of a franchise being frustrated when he's investing in, in, in getting the franchise quarterback and paying the money and, and investing in players. I just say I see his frustration. I understand it. Can I let me ask you this question before we get to the are changes coming? Uh are changes coming? To the front office, to the coaching staff, to the coach, head coach. Are they coming? I, I don't what? I mean, it's too early to say, I think, still. I mean, tell me, I'll tell you after this, these six games get played out. If they continue to play the way they are, I would think absolutely. I mean, they got to win three or four games or else everybody's out, don't you think? I would think. I would guess. It's a wild guess for me, Pete. But my whole point, I don't like when people on Twitter put words in my mouth and say things I don't say. And I don't understand what the problem of saying is being frustrated when it's – I get the fans' frustration, but there's two sides to every story. And the, 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 Like, you want – as a player, I'll tell you this, and I got in trouble as a player here. I remember when we played a game, it was rainy, it was bad weather or something, and the place wasn't very full and the people didn't come back at halftime. And I made a comment to Pete. After the game, and I got roasted. I stand by it. 
As a player, you want people in the seats. You want excitement. And I get, you know what the fans are telling, saying? And they're right, too. Well, then we want a better product. Better football team. We want better football. I get it. They should be frustrated. They have every right to be frustrated, but you also have to understand, I, I look at the ownership. I look at what they uh, Shad Khan has done. And I know everyone listening is like, well, you work for the team. You get paid. Okay, fine. Let's just put all that aside. I'll say this about any owner in this league that there's some bad owners, I think, that don't, but owners who invest and try to put a winning product on, at least at the beginning of the season when it's just getting started and you should be most hopeful, most hopeful, you would hope there there would be a packed house excited. I mean, and, and maybe I'm skewed. I mean, I grew up in, in – I grew up in Denver where they used to literally, in Denver, they still do it, Mile High Stadium would announce how many people did not show up to the game. And the entire place would boo. And guess what? When I was growing up, there was a bunch of years where they were 7-9, 8-8, and 9-7, and then they had some good years. Obviously, they had Elway, but it wasn't like this was – yeah, but you also play in a college town where you guys didn't have anybody go to your games in some situations. Uh, what are you talking about? Not, you know, you would get 60000 instead of 80000 Yeah, we'd get 65000 for a normal game and then ninety for UCLA and uh, SC. Right. I get it. Like LA, I, I get it. I'm, I, I've seen both sides, and it is what it is. And you've seen both sides in Jacksonville. Back in the day, they used to get 73000 in that place. Um, early, but I, I mean, even at the end, yeah. I mean, I mean, you remember the story that they were struggling to sell the playoff game out in New England. Correct. I mean, that's a fact. I'm not, I'm right. not, I mean, we were a playoff team and they struggled to sell the tickets but, for the playoff but game. The Miami Tennessee, Tennessee playoff games were packed. hundred percent. I agree. No, no, I'm not, I'm not being critical. Listen, I get people need to spend their money how they want to spend it. I'm not like, listen, don't come to the game. If you don't like the product and you don't want to support the team or you're mad at the team or whatever, that is your right. I get it. This, this organization that I'm a part of, there needs to be a better – we need to win more football games. No one's arguing that. It's tougher but, but, to but don't, but, but, It sure is. But don't put words into my mouth that I said – no one – I didn't take what Sean said was a – Attacking of the fans. No. It's not attacking the fans. It's just reality. It is what it is. No different than I don't think the fans are attacking the franchise when they say the team needs to win more games. That's a fact. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's right. But don't say that Shot or me or Mark was the Bills, attacking was the, the Bills. Was the Bills playoff game sold out? Um, yeah, I think it was it was pretty full. Didn't they open seats for yeah. that? I think they did, right? Yeah, they opened, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, uh, opened uh, the, some seats. The corner seats yeah, yeah, up yeah. top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a good, great crowd. Yeah. yeah. Let's get to a few of these social. Come, it's that simple. Everywhere around the league, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah. not everywhere. That's not – there's some places, there's a handful of places in this – in the league that people come no matter what. The Denver yeah, Broncos – Yeah, Green Bay. St- Green Bay. Green Bay. Denver, they stink. But, but, but Tony, and how, and how, been remember, to Pittsburgh. You've been uh, to Pittsburgh recently. When they show the crowd at some point, there's nobody in this. Maybe the tickets are sold. There's nobody there. The tickets are sold, and where you're not seeing the people are in those club section seats. I agree with you there, Pete. And yeah. Hmm. Let's get to these social media questions. Let's uh, start off with that JMS Jags fan. Thanks for your good work, JP. You make it look easy. 
Thank you. Uh, what about his play makes this coaching staff think that Miles Jack is a better middle linebacker than weak side linebacker? The run defense stats point to multiple issues up the middle, and linebacker play is clearly one. So I would say my response to that is tell me one time in the history that Miles Jack has played weak side linebacker since he's been a Jaguar. He's he was, never played weak side yeah, linebacker. He was strong side early. He played on first and second down. He played uh, strong side linebacker and nickel. He played middle linebacker in 2017 when this defense was at its best. He's never played weak yeah, side linebacker. Yeah, because Telvin, Telvin was the weak side. That's right. He's never played weak side linebacker, so I don't know why people think that he'd be a better weak side. Maybe he would be. I'm not saying he wouldn't be. I'm like, but what, there's no like evidence that says that's what he should do. And by the way, if he's playing the way he is at middle. It's not going to be any better at week. And who's going to play middle if he's not there? So, I mean, he's never played weak side linebacker. Jake Ryan. The mystery of Jake Ryan. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. He's practicing now. Uh, He is. And I think they have a couple more weeks to figure out what they want to do. Two more weeks. Matt Curley Riser has the next one. After every loss, the narrative is we've got to do better. There are things we need to fix. Things aren't improving. They're manifesting into bigger issues, even coming off a bye week with a healthy team. It's week 12 now. What can be done differently aside from major changes? Well, there's not going to be any major changes made at this time. I mean, so while the message might seem old and dull and boring and not wanting to hear it anymore because it's a broken record, it is the only message is they got to get better. They got to improve the players they have. They have to uh, be, they have to be better on defense and their run fits. They have to be, uh, Technique-wise, tackling, just play better. If, if yeah. this was Tony, if this was my team, I'd put him in pads and put nine on seven in on Wednesday. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Pete, I, I think I'd do the same thing. If they don't like it, tough beats. I go, I, tack, I, go tackle I, somebody. I would agree with you. I I would say, listen, we're gonna have a physical practice today, boys. Strap it up. Strap it up. Hang on. Here we go. It's a, because it's an attitude. It's a mentality. Yep. Got to get tougher. At Samuel of Duval has the next question. On some of those three and outs, do you think Minshew would have scrambled for a first down? Who cares? What the heck? Next. He probably would have left that clean pocket early, too. Next. Next question. Yeah, and because the- Pete makes a great great point. On the touchdown to Chark, he, Nick Foles hung in there, did not move his feet, scanned the field with pressure coming from his backside, getting leaned against by – an offense and defense alignment and threw a strike. I mean, Minshew, what we saw was he would be a little bit more quicker to start moving around and getting out of there. So Correct. You can't have, it, left. You can't have it both ways. Let's finish with question number six and uh, the, the final question for this program today. Uh, what about this franchise should excite fans? This is from at Joe underscore Morgan. Four winning seasons since 2000. First exciting quarterback in years got benched. Awful performance after awful performance. Little to no turnover in football leadership despite a horrible record under Khan's ownership. Um, that's a fair question, man. I mean, in 19 years, you have four winning seasons. And this is where I feel for the fans. I get it. I get the frustration. I get not wanting to put your money out. If Like, I get it. Now, I don't get it that much because I buy tickets. <laughs> I buy 10 every year, and I continue. My kids love going, win or lose. So the Bazzelli family's all in We have <laughs> because I think my kids would revolt if I did take away the tickets. But I get the, the sentiment. like this. Ha- it's not good enough. It's not good enough to have four winning seasons in 19 years, and nobody is saying that. 
Nobody from Shotgun all the way down to the lowly radio people that are talking to you right now. I don't think anyone's saying it's okay, the performance that is on the field right now. How does it get better? Though? Well, you're, you're going to have to draft better. You're going to, you got to, by the way, 11 and 20 is where they would pick right now in the first round. 11 and 20. Oh, God, Pete. Thanks. Well, I mean, that's how you get better. You, you got to, I mean, Pete's players. right. I mean, Pete's right. And we're not going to do draft talk. I mean, you look at successful teams, they build through the draft and they sprinkle in free agency. That's which just, gets the, the, by the way, which gets me to the question that you didn't ask, JP. Yes. We got this question from UCF Jaguar. Okay. Given the Raiders' success and being that the NFL is a copycat league, oh, should gosh. the Jaguars follow the Mike Mayock trend and hire senior writer for CBS Sports, Pete Prisco, as the next GM? The uh, no. answer to that question is no. Yes. A resounding yes. no. I will, I will take that job. No. Yes. No, please. Gosh, I'll quit. Now you know why I didn't ask Apparently that. I'd hire you as my assistant. We'll go all in. <laughs> Come on. First of all, being your assistant would make me. <laughs> <laughs> Less likely, I might I might become a non-Jag fan for the first time in my professional career if I'm your assistant. Pete's above Tony on the marquee. I can't How do does it. that work? No, I can't no, do it. I when do. we won the Super Bowl, the general manager finally got him to win the Super Bowl, and then oh by the way, Tony Caselli worked for him. I, I can't do that. I can't do that, Pete. Um, I mean, so you ask the question, what do you do to fix it? Well, right now there's there's nothing you can do right now, and. For the individual who asked that question, I promise you, as this thing plays out, we will discuss that on the show. But right now is not the time to start talking about it because we don't know what changes. We don't know what the final record is. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but what if they run off six games in a row? The whole, the whole thing will change. I promise you, if they beat the Titans and they're five and six, the type of questions we will get will be completely different. If they're three and three down the stretch and they're seven and nine. Changes. Uh, yeah, I think changes. Changes. They would be since they went what three? What are they now? Three and sixteen since the start last season. So, no, since going they have, oh, four, they have four wins this year. Four and sixteen, isn't it? Isn't that what it is? What is it now? I, I don't Isn't know. Isn't like that? Uh, Pete, I don't know what you're saying. They won five games total last year, right? Right. So they won so it'd be two six. And it'd be six to it's six and whatever. Six, six and whatever. That's that's not good enough. That's why the fans are turned off, Tony. I get Pete. I'm not. Listen. Why are you putting something into my? I'm not saying they shouldn't be. I didn't say off. you said anything about the fans. Like somebody else said. I'm just saying that people they're frustrated. I and join the club. I will join the frustrated Jaguar club. I'm right there with. I think JP's a member. Joe's a member. I think everyone in this building's a member. We're all frustrated. No one likes it. Nobody. But to sit here and talk about what changes are going to be made, I don't know what's the final record. If but to set- sit there and talk about, to sit there and say that there's, if there's seven and nine, there's probably not. Their changes are coming if there's seven and nine. I didn't say there weren't going to be changes, Pete. There might be changes if they're eight and eight. Probably guess, so. Guess what? There's one person who knows what changes will be made. One. And his name is Shad Khan. He makes the decisions around here, and he'll determine what changes are made. I don't know what his mindset is and what he's thinking and what the barometer is of how many wins he thinks his team should have to keep the, to, to keep the status quo. I don't know what that number is. And so I'm not going to sit here and speculate and try to guess. All right, that's it for social media. Got us going tonight.
Well, I'm I'm sure based on whatever I people think I said, I'm going to get ripped on Twitter some more. Yeah, so well, that'll be good. I look forward to it. That's also a two way street. Yeah, it is. I have no so. problem. Welcome to my world. Yeah, Pete does it all. The, he blocks people every day. I don't. I'll, I've only blocked two people, I think, in my Twitter history. I just I probably blocked fifty five to sixty over the weekend. <laughs> and that's a low weekend for so you. How do you, one. Pete? Just so I understand, because maybe I need to start blocking mm-hmm. more. What makes you block somebody? When they're, well, one, when they're being disrespectful, I don't care if you get angry with me, but if you're being disrespectful, I'll probably block you. Uh, this week, it was for something I said about Kaepernick, and they came in full force, and so I blocked a bunch of them as well um, when people came at me. I mean, I, I sent out a tweet saying, yeah, Kaepernick threw the ball okay, but he threw against air. Yeah, I and saw course, that. And everybody went all in on me. What, 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 like, what's, why, what'd they get on you about? Uh, just, just go, go look at him. You'll see. It's All right. I'll, I'll look at it. Back in a moment, uh, we'll go around the AFC South. Join the Jags and our friends at the McKenzie Noel Wilson Foundation for the 10th annual McKenzie's Run. It's November 23rd at TIA Bank Field. See Jackson DeVille in the roar, plus a fun after party with live music and games. You'll finish inside the stadium and appear on the world's largest video boards that benefits the Boys and Girls Clubs of Northeast Florida. Visit McKenzie'sRun.org to register. Back in a moment. We'll go around the AFC South. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time, 
If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Don't miss the Expect Exceptional Sales event going on now at Jack Hanania's Infinity of Orange Park. Choose from our exceptional selection of new Infinities with exceptional offers from $2.99 a month. And every new Infinity is backed with our lifetime warranty at Jack Hanania's Infinity of Orange Park. Online at infinityoforangepark.com. 2018 Infinity Q53.0 Deluxe. 39 month lease plus tax tag fees and dealer installed accessories. 10,000 miles per year. 5,099 cap cost reductions available on multiple vehicles. No security deposit with a proof credit expires 12 31 off the Indy, they, um, they got after us pretty good. And um, I told the team that, you know, we practice well, we prepare well, we don't perform well, and that's, uh, that's on me. So, you know, I'm responsible for penalties, I'm responsible for the way the team plays, I'm responsible for how they, they, they get ready to play on Sunday, and, you know, I, I've got to do a better job of getting this team ready to go. And we tried... You know, stop the run a couple different ways and we weren't able to do it. So we've got to look, take a good look at ourselves and figure that out. And then we've got to figure out this third down where we can keep ourselves on the field and, and make some plays. Doug Marone in Indy yesterday after the loss to the Colts, 33-13 the final. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick with Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. We've gone through it all. He didn't look happy there. No. I think, I, mean, I think he, he's angry, which is why he talked about changing things up. They're going to be in pads. I guarantee they. he's going to make them hit big time on Wednesday. I think the more interesting thing to me, Pete, is whether they're in pads or not, which I would agree with you. I would do, I think, the same thing, is how much more does he insert himself into the offensive game plan? That's the, most, that's the thing that uh, I am most curious about moving forward. You know, it's pretty amazing about it, Tony. About three weeks, four weeks ago, when Minshew was playing so well, people were actually throwing DeFilippo's name out there as a potential head coaching candidate. And now here you are four weeks later, and you're talking about the head coach getting more involved in the offense. I'm not, I, I'm not saying he is. I'm just asking no, no, the question. No, no, if he is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, even, it's a conversation. I mean, it, it, it is it a, conversation. a conversation. That's right. That's fair. Um, but, that, I mean, Pete, you know this. You covered the league for a long time. I've been involved with it. Things happen and change quickly in this league. And that's why people overreact and underreact, overreact. I mean, it's all over the place. Uh, Let's look at the AFC South results. Yesterday, the Ravens hammered the Texans. Lamar Jackson had a big day at the office again for Baltimore, and he's moving up that MVP chart this year. I mean, he is the MVP. He's the guy right now for you, Pete. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know what superlatives you can say or add i mean the guy's amazing and he is a very good player and he is playing the position he's asked to play the quarterback the way they're playing it at the highest level i give uh, i give john harbaugh and DaCosta and newsom uh greg roman a ton of credit because they built an offense that fits who he is that's i mean they it's a it, they, have the pers- they, they set it going into the year, too. This is going to be an offense nobody's ever seen before. They set it up personnel-wise. They set it up schematically. And they are using this young man's talent to the utmost. And the thing that is scary is he is getting better and better from the pocket. 
Much better. And if he Much gets, better. If he becomes a true pocket passer, plus with his athletic ability, watch out because he is dynamite. Oh, he, he's a, I did not see him improving to this level as a pocket passer. And you talk to people in Baltimore, anyone around him, he's a, he's a natural leader. People just gravi- oh, he, he, gravitate to him. They love him. They gravitate the to love him. him. I mean, he is just – he's that guy. He's the guy. He gets it. He has it. And he's a special athlete. What did the Ravens' defense do so well against the Texans' offense yesterday? Well, the Texans didn't block anybody. They didn't block anybody. He got hit, and they kept him in the pocket. One thing you have to do when you play Watson, if you keep him there, he's not the same guy. When he gets outside, the Jaguars saw that a couple weeks ago. He is deadly, so they kept him there. They did a really good job against him. All right, there you have it. Of course, uh, the... he's out of. By the way, he's out of the MVP race now. He's done. He's done for. So you. who's in it right now, Pete? I think it's between Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. But their record's not good enough. I'll tell you, guy, and I don't. I didn't see this one. Kirk Cousins is in it. Believe it or not. What about Aaron Rodgers? And he he'll be in it if his team stay you know, he can because he had a bad game the one game against the Chargers just kind of knocked him down a little bit he's in it Christian McCaffrey no not anymore he lost yesterday though that's a bad loss yeah I think that. I think the, and he didn't have a great day he didn't have great numbers yep well he had 131 yards receiving right no touchdowns though no he didn't score no. Uh, the Titans were off, so the uh, AFC South standings through Week 11, a shakeup. Indy now in first place. They beat Houston earlier in the year. Indy at 6-4 and four leading the way. They're 3-0 and oh in the division. Houston 6-4, and 2-1 and one in the division. Tennessee 5-5, 0-2, five and, five, oh and, and the Jaguars at the bottom. 4-6, and 1-3. Do you guys have power rankings? Pretty much how they are, right? <laughs> Tony? I'm going to go Indianapolis 1, Houston 2, Jacksonville 3, Tennessee 4. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Something wrong with you. going to make them a third team in a division? They beat the Titans. Stop it, Tony. Just stop they, it. They beat they, them early they, in the year. That's they, why you're doing it? They have one division win. The Titans have zero. They've given up like 500 rushing yards the last two weeks. Right, one, thing about the, one thing about the Titans in that division, though, they have the Texans twice, the Colts once, and uh, and then play the Jaguars once. So they 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 can pretty much control their fate in that division. All right, I'll 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 amend it. Indy one, Houston two, Tennessee three. Jackson. Okay. Jackson. Oh, there he is. I amend it. Oh well. How and you'll that? be you'll be locking it for that that in that position after Sunday. <laughs> so you think the Jags have no chance, Pete? Oh, the way they tackled and stopped the run, Derrick Henry's going to be sitting there going, oh, I'm playing my hometown team. I'm going to run through them, around them. And then, like last year, I'm going to have them quitting on me in the fourth quarter. I, I disagree. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to – You think already they, locked it, so you're, you're in with it. No, I think – They're in a JP. I think they're – I'm not – I think they're going to shut down Henry. When I say shut down, I don't think he's going to be – like they did the earlier game yeah. this year. Like, he scored a touchdown, but yeah. it was only like 50 yards. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be dominant. Okay. You don't think he's getting 140? No, I think he has 70, 75 yards. You know what can happen with him, though? He gets one little seam, and he's loose, and Listen, he's a Listen, you train. love him. I'm just saying what can you – He really Alab- does, because he, he went uh, to Alabama. Alabama oh, guy, he over, overplays it. I mean, he loves him. I don't know. I, they didn't overplay it last time we were in Nashville. 
I know that. See, I, mean, I think when you play him though. If you make him bounce, much like Fournette, you beat him. Yeah, that's right. Let's come back. We'll go around the rest of the National Football League in Week 11. Get to all the games. We'll pick Monday Night Football coming up in Mexico City tonight. Good game tonight too. Back to back, back to back, good games. The uh, Jags have a new mobile app this year. The all-new official Jacksonville Jaguars app features exclusive content, enhanced game day alerts, and much more. And through that app, you use secure digital ticketing next time you're at TIAA Bank Field. Screenshots are no longer allowed this year. Download or update the official Jaguars app on Apple and Android devices. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's kickoff kid. One Daly's kickoff kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's KOK. You've reached the Rookie Support Hotline. This is Peyton Manning. Your commitment to keeping Sunday laundry-free is truly inspiring, and Tide is committed to your commitment. You're making the world a better place for our rookies one week at a time. They grow up so fast. Remember, there are plenty of other days of the week, and Tide is America's number one detergent for all of them. If it's laundry night, it's got to be Tide. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing.
We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour. Final moments, J.P. Shadrick. Tony Baselli's about had enough, I think, of this yeah. one. Well, we've – I'm telling you, the, the – the the information that is shared during the break would be a great podcast. I, we've talked about that last week. The uh, the uh, unedited, the uncensored commercial break podcast should be a thing. I don't know if we could put it out on our podcast platform though. I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think it so. could get it could get ugly. We might, get, especially if we throw Pete in there. Oh gosh, oh, man, Pete, Pete unedited. Uh, Pete no, would you ne- don't. You're not gonna let, I'm not doing that to myself. I know. That's why I love it. I mean, it would be the greatest ever. But Pete, would be, fi- Pete, Pete would be fired in like a, about 30 seconds. CBS would send me home. There are some things you can't unhear. Yes. Yeah, but, no doubt. Uh, let's go around the National Football League in week 11. So I'm going to ask Pete a question before we do that. Okay, real go quick. ahead. Pete, if you won the lottery, would you do a Prisco unedited podcast and put it out there? Just, just bashing mm-hmm. guys. Just, just share, no. just share your just thoughts. Ripping GMs. No, I would not. Coaching pro- decisions. Go. No, I probably do nothing. <laughs> this quarterback stinks. I don't believe him because he he he's not a do nothing guy. I think he would. No, I would do something, but I don't know what it would be. But I would do. No, I wouldn't do that. He probably. I don't know un- what I would do. What would you do if you won the lottery? Frisco unfiltered. <laughs> Uh, you don't want to hear that. You just don't. <laughs> I'd be doing the same thing I'm doing now. I'd be talking about the Jags playing golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, right. What do we, we, we work, but we do we really work? I would change one thing. I'd be doing the same thing I'm doing right now. Don't you have like eight other jobs, though, too? Not right now. I just do football. That's all I do right now. I do Jags and Westwood. That's and he, it. You read 17 commercials. Yeah. Commercials, yeah. Jags, Westwood, play golf. Let's go around the league. We've got a few minutes left. Let's go quickly through these games. Carolina turned the ball over four times, and the Falcons got off the mat yesterday at least 29-3. Falcons are back-to-back wins, division wins. Uh, can Quinn save his job, Pete? Yeah, he'd have to run the table, I think. But but think about this, though. He changed who calls the defense. It's Jeff Olbrecht and, and Raheem Morris. He switched him over back to defense, and suddenly they, they're getting after the quarterback. How, how does that happen? He's a defensive guy, right? Who was he calling the defenses before? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's crazy. This league's nuts. It really is. Cowboys over the Lions. Dak threw for four forty-four and three touchdowns. They need to pay him. He's the franchise quarterback. That debate's over. I'm not sure what they're waiting for. Mama, don't let your son grow up to be a running back, even if they get paid, because he ain't going to see the end of that contract. <laughs> What's Elliot? Think about the running backs in this league. Elliot, David Johnson got paid. Can't. Does nothing anymore, and and then uh, you look around. And Fournette didn't do anything yesterday. Not that he got paid yet, but uh, running backs don't define who these teams are anymore. They just well, don't. McCaffrey would argue with you. Dalvin Cook would probably argue yeah, with you as well. Dalvin Cook, you could see. Okay, they're winning. McCaffrey's team isn't going to the playoffs. Not lost his quarterback. I was mocked for a selection of Josh Allen as my fantasy quarterback yesterday, but he had three touchdown passes and a touchdown run, and the Bills beat the Dolphins 37-20. to 20. Who mocked you? I this did. big oaf great, right here to my left and your right. I did. Guy, I, he's I, a great fantasy quarterback. I, I, I t- Josh Allen? Great Against the Dolphins? Yes. I took Nick he's Foles. Got, he had 25 points almost every week, 20, 25 points. Uh, okay, great. Do your fantasy podcast another time without me. 
I'm not doing a fantasy podcast. He's actually gotten a lot better as a player, too. Great. I know you say you, you went all in on him in the 18 drafts that he was the best quarterback. I still think he's going to end up being right there at the end. I know Lamar Jackson's the best, but he's better than Sam Darnold. He's better than Rosen. He's better than Baker Mayfield. Kirk Cousins, 319 yards, three touchdowns, and the Vikes scored three fourth-quarter touchdowns to beat the Broncos, 27-23. In the last – it's like the greatest comeback since some – I mean, the, the first team – The first team in like 99 games to be down by 20 points and come back and win. It was some crazy statistic wow. like that. And Cousins threw for 50 yards in the first half, and then he lit it up in the second half. Can't figure that team out either. Amazing. Uh, Saints over the Bucks, 34-17. Winston threw four picks. Breeze, three touchdowns. Is 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 the uh, Winston trial over in uh, Tampa? Do they move on after the year, Pete? It's looking like it. I didn't think they would, but it sure as heck is looking like it. By the way, one of those picks was right off of O.J. Howard's hands. Uh, Alabama guy, by the way. Yes, and it landed up on his back, and uh, and they picked it off his back. It was a terrible yeah. play. He tried to catch it behind his back like a trick catch kind of deal. It was just the last second trying to catch it. Didn't work out. Jets over, Jets over the Redskins, 34-17. Darnold with four touchdown passes in the game. The Niners over the Cardinals, 36-26. And for entertainment purposes only, the Niners were a 10-point favorite. A fumble return touchdown in the final play made it a 10-point game. And back in the day, they used to make them kick the extra point there. They don't That's run right. anymore. That's right. Uh, Raiders over the Bengals, 17-10. The Bengals stink. Are the Raiders making a run to the postseason? They've been very well, they got the Jets next week in New York, although the Jets have won two straight. They're playing better. That's a be-careful game. But if the Raiders – think about that. If the Chiefs lose tonight, the Raiders are in first place. Wow. That's right. Uh, Patriots over the Eagles. Patriots rallied from a 10-0 deficit. Eagles offense the offense, struggled. The offense isn't very good in New England right now. And Tom Brady's frustrated. You can see it. He was, he stormed off there after about two minutes as his postgamer. I'd be frustrated at 9-1, and one too, let me tell you. Uh, and the Rams over the Bears 17-7 uh, in the early game. Right, okay, hold or on. The late game last night. Before you yeah. like, before we get into the Monday night game here. You're no, gonna, I don't speak Spanish. You're going to do your read. Last week. You were very soft and slow that's at the not, beginning. That's not accurate. I, was I no, listened back to it. There was no energy. You I were want, wrong. I want you to hit it from the top, JP. Let's go. A big matchup in the AFC West after starting 4-0. and The Kansas City Chiefs have dropped four of the last six games. They should have the home field tonight in uh, – no, they're not in L.A. <laughs> I just messed it up. <laughs> How about they're, that? But, but you know what, JP? It'll be more of a home field or have more of their fans in the place than they do in L.A. Ah, yeah. you choked. I choked you that one choked. out. That was terrible. Oh. They'll uh, meet the consistently Boo. inconsistent Chargers. Four and six. And Pete's favorite quarterback of all time, Phillip Rivers. Who you got tonight at Estadio Azteca in Mexico City? I can't even. I mean, I'm not even terrible. sure what to do. Uh, listen, quick. I got the Chargers. The Chargers went to Colorado Springs, trained at altitude all week. The Char- Chiefs didn't do anything at 7,200 feet or something like that. I think the uh, Chargers get a win. Uh, I think the Chiefs are in trouble this year. I wrote it, and I forgot it was at Mexico. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Pete, who you I, got? Uh, I like the Chargers as well. I think Melvin Gordon is going to run right through them all night long, just like Derrick Henry did. I like the Chargers to win the game. You talked me up, and I choked. Yeah, you did. Thanks. He, he did. Choked. He gagged. That was a, <laughs> that was gave a, a gag. He put him in the spotlight, and he choked. That was awful. Pete, we'll see you. <laughs> Have a good week, Pete. See you next week, fellas. Yeah, maybe. 
See, it may, may not have me after, back. After that read, we might have a new host. Oh, speaking of reads, <laughs> Tony Vaselli Glass Houses oh, over here. Tony doesn't want to talk about anybody's reads. That's right. That's hey, Tony Vaselli. That's Pete Prisco. I'm J.P. Shadrick. Thanks to our entire crew. We'll catch you next time. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.